0: Hello. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to Shakespeare in the Village. My name is Risha and I'm here with... I'm Michael. Hello. Hi. (laughs) So cool. And today we're going to talk about the kind of technical aspects of this outdoor Shakespeare in the Village. Mm -hmm. And what play are we doing?
1: We are doing Much Ado About Nothing.
0: Whoa. If you're listening to this, if you're... A few episodes and you're going to get sick of us saying that yeah. we're doing much do about nothing in 2023 <laughs> so michael would you do a tongue twister for us a warm-up of sorts yes
1: let's so this is one that uh, was invented by uh, a classmate of mine in college to especially exercise the liquid use
0: oh. so here's
1: how it goes it, it you have to really emphasize the you sound so it goes are you sure the manure in the sewer is pure? Ew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and this isn't one that you do fast. This is one that you slow down on those liquid oh, u's. So okay. Really emphasize those cheek muscles and and get the get the mouth moving in that. All but right. So it's. Are you sure the the manure manure in the sewer sewer is is pure? One more.
0: Are you sure the the manure manure in the sewer sewer is pure? Yes. I feel like you need to go into an accent after that. Just about, Yeah. (laughs) Goodness. That's fun. Very. All right. But yes, we're going to talk about the technical aspects of Shakespeare in the village because mm-hmm. this is an outdoor mm-hmm. theater experience. So it's a little different than your regular stage show. Right. And it is also in a historical village. Mm-hmm. So that means there are other kind of aspects that we have to think about. Some Limitations um, that we've got yeah, there too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can't be destructive at all, right? because I will cry <laughs> for those of you who'd don't know, I am the curator of collections and exhibits at the Freeborn County Historical Museum here where Mm -hmm.
1: we'll be doing the show. So we can't set anything on fire. No, (laughs)
0: we cannot. (laughs) (laughs) We have to be respectful of the history here. Yeah, I suppose. (laughs) And preservation (laughs) is very important. But do you want to tell us a little bit about your vision of certain technical aspects here?
1: Definitely. So the place we're going to actually be performing is along some shop fronts uh, yeah. in the village here. So that's that's going to be kind of the backdrop and the backstage area. Those, those doors are all functional and there are rooms and things to go in there. And so those are going to be kind of our changing rooms, costume rooms, props and things will be set in there. And that's something that we'll we'll figure out as we go along exactly where things should be. Right. But we'll be using those doors. Um, and so that's also going to function more or less as though that is the estate of uh, Leonato, the governor of Messina and the place. So the, those doors are going to function that way. It's just going to be more or less bare. We're outside and that's where you go. That's that's where he lives <laughs> pretty much is in those storefronts. But then there are a couple of uh, set pieces and things that we'll do. Like I said previously, we're going to have everything on the same plane. We're going to be acting primarily just on the grass or on that sidewalk area there right. as where the performers will be moving around. But there's a, a scene that takes place in a ball. There's a dance. And so I, I'd like to have a platform of some sort for mm-hmm. the dance. Especially there are moments where two characters are coming out and they're dancing and they have a moment and they have a conversation during that dance and so the actors will be taking turns up on that platform rotating around and and moving up and so that they can kind of take center stage so to speak. So we'll have that that aspect to it. There's also a wedding scene, a couple of wedding scenes actually to get the flavor of that outdoor wedding. I'd like to have an archway, you know Mm. uh, where you can have flowers and things decorating it. Not
0: a balloon arch? I don't think we're gonna do
1: a balloon <laughs> arch, no, no. Um, well, that that gets to a little bit of the setting for it too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm not envisioning it being modern. I'm envisioning it being non-specific. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, Shakespeare himself would have been in that like medieval period, um, Renaissance mm-hmm. type period, and then now we're in modern period, and so there, there's a lot of time in, in between there. You've got the Regency, you've got Victorian, you've got Edwardian, you've got the, the 20s, uh, the roaring mm-hmm. 20s sort of thing, all that stuff, and up through the middle, middle of the century, last century, and all that stuff. So I'm kind of going to pick and choose elements of that whole span of time is when it's going to take place. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll have some of those medieval Renaissance sort of outfits, uh, maybe a little less showy, uh, mm-hmm. none of the frills and stuff of the Victorian or Edwardian uh, sort of thing. I don't want it to be uh, that big. The, the outdoor summer garb is is how we're going to look at it. I want people to be able to move and feel comfortable as though they were dressed this way to be outside. Or,
0: right. Because <laughs> I already asked if there would be bustles and I was told no. No, no, no bustles. bustles. No
1: bustles. Yep. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Sorry to say. So with that can come in into, even I think for, for some of the women, maybe like a sundress sort of thing mm-hmm. and in the modern period would, could fit with some of that too. And maybe some like almost flapperish outfits could, okay. could go along with it too. It's a party. And so I don't really think anybody's going to be sticking out like a sore thumb, however they're dressed. So that's, that's the concept here. I'm not going to make it specific. We'll have soldiers who are going to come in uniform mm-hmm. to start the playoff. So that's kind of a question, what is their uniform going to look mm-hmm. like? And that'll be, um, again, I want it to be non-specific, but look professional uh, in sure. some way. And there will be costume changes. You know, there's a wedding, so there's going to be a wedding dress and there's going to be some suits and things that mm-hmm. the, the men will have to wear. I'm, I, might, I might even lean into more of the contemporary fashion for outdoor weddings for men, like just shirt sleeves and vests. Sure, um, or
0: like the rolled up. Yeah, roll up their sleeves,
1: that sort of thing. That might be how they they dress for the the wedding scenes. And and there's the party, the ball. Uh, But the play itself, as I've tracked, it takes place over nine days. Starting on a Monday ending on the subsequent, the following week's Tuesday. Uh, over those those nine days, with the, the outdoor space, there, there's going to have to be a little bit of willing suspension of disbelief as far as that goes. Of that, course. Oh, we're talking about the night before, but it's the same day. <laughs> You're right. Um But, it, you know, it's fine. The whole time aspect of it is really just nonspecific, all of it, like based on what the temporal setting is. Of the play is and how much time the play takes, it's all non-specific. So we will just saying it doesn't
0: really matter.
1: It's it it's much ado Back about to the nihilism. Nothing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to be nihilistic about time. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's how we're going. With this, oh, yeah. No. But so that's to to say about like the arch. I don't want it to be too modern. So no balloons. Oh, sorry. <laughs> non-specific. So a floral um, yeah. arrangement outside of like a wooden like white painted arch
0: cool type
1: of thing and that's where they'll they'll get married but then that same platform for the ball can be used to to, to elevate the the bride and groom there in in that so i want to have some levels that's something that's very important in staging things you get these stage pictures where people are on different levels to make it dynamic and make it look more interesting. So that's a question of how to do that in an outdoor space mm-hmm. with a non-specific space again, because the setting itself is going to have to change a little bit here and there. It's, it's all ultimately going to be conceptualized as the same space just outside of the house. That's where we are, is just outside yeah. of Leonardo's house. But this space does have to kind of move a little bit, especially where you've got like this interview with the Sexton who is examining the, the people who are arrested by the Night Watch. Like that's not going to be just taking place right outside the house. But so mm-hmm. again, some willing suspension of disbelief there. You'll just have to accept that as, you know, we're in a different space now. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's okay. But other than that, creating some of those levels is going to mean we're going to need to move set pieces in. I've grabbed onto this and I'm going to hold on to it for a while. I want to build this special platform that uh, can lie more or less flat on the ground, but then it's got legs underneath that can kick up and make it stand a little mm-hmm. higher. And maybe we can slide a, a small staircase in front of that to step up for the, the wedding and, and things like that. Maybe it can be a platform that serves for the interview that the sexton is having as well. Essentially, any set pieces we're going to bring on are going to have multiple uses to them that we can adjust them they're modular and then we'll have like tables and chairs and things like i am thinking like bistro sets sort of things okay because it's an outdoor picnic
0: Right. right Picnic baskets, picnic baskets. I'm talking certainly, props. I went to props. And yeah,
1: props. Yeah, yeah. We'll have picnic baskets for mm-hmm. sure. And so, with this whole aspect of much ado about nothing, also, mm-hmm. and you've got these nihilistic characters. And I mentioned Baraccio before too, when I was talking about all the characters that Baraccio himself is kind of a drunk. I don't think he's the only one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure. So we're gonna
1: have uh, lots of liquor uh, going around. Probably lots of wine bottles and things. Of course, the actors will not actually be drinking alcohol. Okay. It'll it'll be it'll be <laughs> faky alcohol. Um, <laughs> they'll be drinking like tea and apple juice and grape juice and stuff. You know, those sorts of things. But it'll look like alcohol. So yeah. you know, every wine basket is gonna have a bottle of wine in it. Of course. Uh, did I say wine basket? You did. It's so I mean that every yep. picnic basket is going to be a <laughs> wine basket. Yeah. <laughs> there so there go. we go. That's uh, that's how that's going to go. Because again, it's a party. You know, yeah. it, we're we're we've just come out out of this war. So you got to think about that in in terms of the anxiety, the heightened emotion of this war that's happening. And now we come back and we've won. So we're all going to take a big load off. Yeah. We're going to relax and we're just going to enjoy our life. We're going to try to forget. Get all of that anxiety and we're just going to be having a party. But at the same time, we need something to do. So there's much to do about nothing.
0: Do you think there's an element to... I'm getting into like analysis of the play. Yeah, that's fine. A, an element of trying to not confront those maybe emotions of loss that happened, Comrades in battle and stuff.
1: Could be. There is a line, however, at the beginning of the play about how many were lost okay. uh, in the action And uh, I forget how it exactly goes, but it's few of any sort, but none of name, Um, so uh, which essentially means that we lost some foot soldiers, but uh, we didn't lose any commanders, any noble persons in the action. So it was overwhelming success is what that means. The war was a total rout, (laughs) kind of. So
0: they just went to battle and it didn't really affect them all that much at all. Right. It did nothing. It did nothing. <laughs> there was much to do about nothing. Right. Yeah, they won, but who oh cares? My. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, but you know, still there, there, there are those same elements of that band of brothers idea that the soldiers are still solidified in their bond through that action. So that's going to reflect in in those costumes of the the soldiers that they come back in in that soldier gear, but then they're gonna. Dress down in their civvies for the the party and everything. (laughs) And there will be a a number of costume changes, like I said, too, over the multiple days. uh, I'm not going to be too strict about, all right, now today is day four, so you have to wear (laughs) something different from day three. But it's going to be more situational than that. you got to dress for the party. you got to dress for the wedding. you got to dress for supper, you know, Mm -hmm. those sorts of things. Then we'll have different spaces that go throughout. So since it's all going to be one broad stage space, will have some action taking place far stage left and then other action taking place far stage right. Mm-hmm. So the audience might get to turn their with their heads around a little <laughs> right. bit between scenes. A lot a lot of the the main action is going to take place in the center and taking place over the over the whole thing, but then when you've got don john showing up to do his scheming he'll be off to one side you know and then when you've got the night watch to get their preparations they'll be off to another Mm -hmm. side you know
0: are you picturing any anybody being behind kind of where the audience is regularly Mm. looking any action back there so they'll have to even turn all the way around
1: not entirely. A little bit. That's maybe where messengers will come in, mm-hmm. was, is from the from the audience. Again, you know, the, the audience is part of this whole thing. And right. so there will be actors in and among them, not for main action, but it's as kind of a through space to get to the main action. Some things will take place over there, you know. But when the play starts with the messenger coming and giving Leonardo the news of the battle being won, he'll come up from the audience, you know, as though coming in to this this village from the the outdoor space. And then when the soldiers return, that's where they'll come in from. They'll return that way up through the audience. And so we'll play with some of that too uh, as we get into rehearsals and things. I'm not locking down too much of the blocking because I like to let the actors come up with some of that stuff too. So yeah, they'll have a chance to come in and play with the space. And I'm going to encourage everybody, just fill the space, go around and and use it. For the night watch too. So that's going to be taking place at night. By the time that comes up in the play... Time-wise, we might be just after sunset. So Ooh. I'm hoping that the timing works out just right for that. But nevertheless, it'll function in that way. And I'm, I'm hoping to have some sort of awning that can come out to encourage some movement behind things and under things. Because there's some secret things going on in the, in the nighttime. There are people hiding <laughs> and trying to have a secret conference and that sort of thing. Oh and So to, to get that sort of thing across as though, you know, it, it's a convention in, in theater. The stage whisper idea, yes. you know, where... I'm whispering and no one can hear me really loudly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same sort of thing with hiding. I'm hiding. No one can see me except the whole audience. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> so yeah. that's, you know, it's, it's fun. So yeah, the, those are some of the, the set pieces that I'm thinking of for the play. Uh, there's a, a graveyard scene too. Really brief graveyard scene. So we'll have to construct a, a monument of some sort mm-hmm. for that scene. Um, like
0: a tomb.
1: Yeah, mausoleum. A mausoleum, tomb, a mausoleum really? Yeah, yeah. It, it's going to have to be again something that can move, and that we could again use the platform in that space too, and just put something up on the platform to mm-hmm. construct this idea of a mausoleum. And that so that's getting to with all of these movable set pieces, we're going to need crew, so people to to move things around, mm-hmm. professional movers. <laughs> um, and with some of the costume changes too, we'll, there aren't any really quick changes but there are some where you'll need to change quicker right and so some help with that too so when we talk about the audition process as people come and audition you know if you want to be involved at all even if you don't feel comfortable performing on stage uh you can come and help uh and and be involved in that way and that's a really important part of this whole process the play doesn't work without the crew being there too but that's another thing with the crew. In an indoor theater space, the tradition is that the crew is all dressed in blacks. Right, ninja gear. Ninja gear, exactly. So they blend in with the the darkness in the background and stuff. And so you don't pay attention to them. Right. You're not supposed to see them Mm -hmm. is is the point. You know, you know they're there. You know they're working, but you're not supposed to know that (laughs) they're there and they're working. But for this, for the outdoor space and to get this whole atmosphere of this party... We're going to have the crew in costume of, of some some sort, yeah. uh, probably. So we've got the, the waiting gentlewomen of Margaret and Ursula, who aren't going to be dressed quite to the nines as everybody mm. else. Now, they take part in the party, too. They get dressed up for the party. Cool. They're there and they're dancing and stuff. So they'll be dressed that way.
0: Of course, Margaret does. Of
1: course, Margaret does. Yeah. Yes, Margaret, that, that flirt <laughs> But uh, otherwise, they're dressed as servants. They're not as flashy, as bright, mm-hmm. uh, as like Hero or Beatrice might be. So the the crew will be dressed sort of like that, dressed down a little bit so that the focus, again, isn't on them. It'll function more or less the same as blacks in an indoor theater space where you're not going to focus on the crew as much as an audience. You're not going to rest your eyes on them as much. Mm-hmm. But you'll know they're there. They're part of this whole, basically, household of Leonardo. They're they're there working and, and getting stuff accomplished. So that's sort of a idea there. So they're still part of the, the whole production.
0: Uh, we didn't talk about sound at all.
1: That, yes. So sound and lights are two things that kind of go together. Now, with an outdoor space, lights are tough mm-hmm. uh, unless you know that it's all taking place at night. <laughs> right. Because then you've got the same dark base to work with. We're going to be working somewhat in daytime for some of it when sunset hits, um, you know, then we'll have some some darkness and we'll be able to, to mess around with some of that then. But more or less, I'm not going to be doing a lot with the lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll just let the natural lights be there. We'll, we'll in, uh, include some illumination so that everything can be visible. Right. But we're not going to do too much dynamic lighting. The space, which is you know, it's kind of a shame that we're not going to do too much because there there can be a lot of fun with some dynamic oh, lighting yeah. that you can do, but but we're just going to keep it relatively simple for this. Sound is another story, as I said before. The the play is much ado about nothing, which is also much ado about noting. So music itself is kind of a character. If you've seen like the the Kenneth Branagh film version of Much Ado About Nothing, there are some classic musical pieces mm-hmm. in there they're singing all over the place and the play has a whole bunch of singing you've got characters who are writing songs in mm. the midst of the play too and so a lot of that sound is going to be music that we'll need we'll, we'll have some sound of like trumpets and warfare coming uh, especially at the end of the play too but most of the sound will be music that's played and I really want I really really want <laughs> that music to be live I want live musical performers to be there. Even if we had some, like a garage band who was there <laughs> ready to, to play yeah. and hook up and, and do that, I think that would be so cool to play for the party. You know, some of that music. So there's, there's music that's involved that is prescribed that, you know, you need to play this music. And I'm reaching out to a composer friend of mine to, to write some new music mm-hmm. uh, to, for this. We'll see if he's got time. He's in the middle of a move right now Ooh. too. So we'll see if that works out, but I hope it does. Besides that prescribed music, whatever musicians come I I want them to be able to play with it just as as much as the Mm -hmm. actors do so everyone is really part of this performance so if we can get a band to come or or a couple of performers someone who knows how to play the lute or something (laughs) (laughs) or a ukulele you know that's cool to play and accompany some of these some of these songs and the party ball scene the the masked ball that's going to be that's going to be really fun yeah But other than that, the sound cues are are pretty minimal, but I want as much of it to be live as possible. Worst comes to worst, we'll hook up a a DJ station and we'll do it that way. Not that DJs are less than a a band, but I want live music to be present for it. Yeah. Um, I think that's... Well,
0: it's like you said, it's another character with it, you know. Exactly. And so
1: seeing the the musicians on on stage and moving around with the actors and stuff is going to be fun. And so that's something too. Uh, not every character sings, but I will be asking those who audition about their singing sure. and whether they're they're able to sing, because there are some who definitely do. Uh, need to have a good singing voice, so that's gonna be that's gonna be something to to consider there too. Another thing that occurred to me too to to discuss about this is as far as costumes go. So it is a masked ball, and that has been done a number of different ways in other productions. And I'm really liking at this point the idea of incorporating some amount of face paint.
0: Right.
1: Um, I think that can be really fun. It, it, logistically, it'll be a question for how to get the face paint on in a timely way and then off in a timely way. But a lot of that, I think, can be done on stage as well. So some face paint artists might be on stage <gasps> doing some face paint for, for the characters. It's one of those things where at the masked ball, it's it's like a comedy of errors sort of thing where you don't know who anybody is. But <laughs> really, there I, I think you can argue confidently that there's really only one character who at any given moment doesn't know who somebody is otherwise everybody really knows yeah. <laughs> everybody well, knows and like who. a
0: normal masquerade in yeah. real life mm-hmm. yes oh i know who you are right. you just have a mask on mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm.
1: which is part of the fun it's uh, again having those masks is like why are you putting these masks on it's much ado about nothing
0: oh you listen
1: Nihilism. Nihilism <laughs> is fun. That's that's the, the subtitle of the
0: play. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my. Did we miss any technical aspect?
1: I don't think so. I mean, we didn't talk too much about props besides, right. like, the wine bottles and things, but we'll... You know, a lot of that will will come. You know, if people have fun things they want to do. I'm really mm-hmm. open to actor input on oh, this too. So if an actor is performing something, is like, I really want something to do with my hands mm-hmm. in this. I'm like, okay, well, let's play with something. Let's try it. Yeah. You know, so we'll see how how all that goes. And
0: and other than the face paint, as far as makeup goes, just out of time, kind of. Yep. Regular. Yep. Because we don't have to worry about. The harsh stage lights to right you out. so we don't need
1: that foundational makeup to to counteract the stage lights
0: just sunscreen
1: just sunscreen Yeah. just sunscreen although there's at least one line about someone being sunburned so <gasps> oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it might happen naturally <laughs> it might it might, it might just happen all right well thank you mm-hmm. cool thank you.